This one, the two-person one? Mm, no. Because uh, that sounds better. This sounds better? This yeah. sounds good? Well, try it on. See what check, you think. Check, check. Oh, okay, I think yeah. it sounds better than that. Let me. Because I think what the two bubbles means. Check. Yeah. Okay, you're good. All right. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. All the right. two bubbles is like one in front, one in the back. Blue Yeti microphone talk. Woo. They usually have like a bunch of microphones in it. Welcome to the Picky Eater Podcast, the show where we put a lifetime of picky eating to the test. My name is Jackie McKenna, I am your picky eater, and I am joined, as I always am, except last week, yeah, with my padre de sabor para mi hijo curioso, <laughs> Mario Marquez. The father to my... Padre de sabor. Father of flavor. Para me, to my yeah, okay. hijo curioso, <laughs> father of flavor to my curious son. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> and I use Spanish because Mario just came back from, from Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. How was your trip? It was very fun. I treated it as a vacation. It was one of the first times I've been back home, where I purely just treat mm-hmm. that as a vacation. So I was really just like at the beach on most days, and then. By the night, by the fall of the nighttime, I'd be out drinking, like mm. a drinking bat, like, and, like a bat that drinks. <laughs> a Bacardi bat. Yeah. Holy shit. There you go. There's the connection. So I have two questions for you based on this. Well, three. Good trip? Yeah. Overall, yes. Best time you've been home in a while? Um, that's weird. Because this question, the answer, is affected by context. I, yeah, because we've been in school and this is we're not in school anymore. Yes, that, yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> what? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, what do you give it? Oh, the, the trip? Oh my god, um, a B plus. B plus? Yeah, I think my parents... Oh! Don't tell my mom I said that. Well, my mom doesn't listen to the podcast anymore, so I don't know if that's true. Yeah, it's like they listen to, like, the first two or three episodes, and then... I'm finding that's typically what people are telling me. My mom the other day was like, you know, you can make fun of us in your podcast. Like, that's a thing you could do. And I was like, I'm not gonna do that, mom. (laughs) I have no reason to make fun of you guys. She wants to help so much. (laughs) Yeah. Throw me under the bus. Exactly. What? Uh, Not just her. So both, you, both of them. I'm sure you had a lot of good food. First thing I want to ask: any uh, leftover protests? Did you, did you Oof. anything in the air politically when you got home? Honestly, not as much as I thought it yeah, would be. Right. I was yeah. kind of I was kind of let down in that aspect, but at the same time, it already all happened. You know, yeah. we already got the governor out of his seat, so I guess that's all that mattered. 
a lot of the flags that were posted up in old San Juan, um, uh, which were the black and white Puerto Rican flags, which were the flags of the protests mm-hmm. and stuff, that flag has existed for a couple of years now, though. Um, uh, and so now if you go back to old San Juan, a lot of these flags have turned back to normal. Wow. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, you that know? is neat. Yeah. And, yeah. uh... Did you go to Old San Juan and do some drinking? I did. Did you have a jellyfish shot? I did not. Oh, okay. Too, Too expensive. expensive. Too expensive. Did you do it, the even wheel? here in New York, you can get cheaper shots. Did you um, do the wheel? I did not, because that's for like that's so gimmicky at this I point. Guess, you know? I guess. It's just I know I went to Old San Juan when it was quiet, mm-hmm. and I was there for around three hours from like eight till. 11 or 10. That sounds nice. Yeah, no, it was super nice. Because then you stay there too long, and then a bunch of, like, high schoolers start coming over and stuff. People forget that the drinking age is 18 there, so you, you got a go lot of high schoolers. Just getting trashed. Yeah, at, at bars or any bar hopping place. And it gets kind of annoying sometimes. I didn't drink in high school. I was a good kid. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You were a good little boy. I was. That's true. Um, what, uh, what did you drink? Did you like juice? I didn't drink. I didn't have alcohol, uh, no, knowingly till uh, <laughs> knowingly. Yeah, someone like, spike. No, when I was a, a kid, I thought my mom was drinking grape juice once at like a New Year's thing, and I sipped it and was like disgusted. So yeah. like this was very young, yeah. and then uh, but I didn't have alcohol knowingly till I had a barefoot Merlot at a cast party for my production of, um, I forget what the show was called. It was some Holocaust play. Uh, Everything about, uh, everything everything you just said just, like, kept going up and up. Yeah, yeah. It was some Holocaust play. Yeah. And you guys were celebrating by drinking Barefoot Merlot. Yeah. So how far have you come at this point? A lot. I mean, I was, I was, no, 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 no. I I hate Barefoot. It's the worst. But yeah. Okay. Food? Give me the food update. The whole night. The whole night. So Jackie and I were like talking for a while about what this next food should be. Because like last week, we weren't able to do the pod. I was on vacation. Um, And Noah doesn't really know how to talk about food. So like we had to give him something simple. Sure. Like jerky. You know? I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, no, but, so, eventually I decided to just bring back some food from Puerto Rico. And the food that we're having today isn't necessarily Puerto Rican food, but it's some of my favorite food from Puerto Rico. Oh, okay. Yeah, that I just haven't had any better of that food anywhere else. It's also pretty, like, like, local to Puerto Rico, unless you go to, like, Spain or something. Like, Mm -hmm. this place I went to specializes in, like, Spanish dishes, let's say. Mm Mm-hmm. But I, I, just by inherently, I associate this food with Puerto Rico because I've only ever you grew had up it, with it in Puerto Rico, and I grew up with it. I definitely grew up with it. What's this restaurant called? La Ceiba. La Ceiba. La Ceiba. What's, what does that mean? It's the... the... Is there... <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure what the name of this tree is in English. How'd you get it here? Did you eat there a couple days ago and bring it, or you ate, I there, ate today? there today? Like with this family? Morning, like before I went on this flight with my mom at the airport. Um, it's near the airport. It's like ten minutes from the airport. And did you say I need this for the podcast, yeah. Mom? Yeah. And my mom was like, "Fine." <laughs> Fine. Betty, I didn't make her go saran wrap like 
tell the guys to saran wrap everything. This thing's got to travel, buddy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I and I made her do that because I knew if I asked them, they they look at my little dipshit face and they'll be like, like I'm not gonna do you're that not for paying. You. Yeah, you're not yeah. paying for this meal. Yeah, no, they yeah. don't. They don't give a shit. But my mom, yeah, they'll pay attention to her. All right. Well, before we dive into this food, <laughs> did you eat at Metropole? I did. It was the first place I ate. When I got back. How was it? And now this restaurant, Jackie has been to it. Yeah, it's my, one of my favorite restaurants in Puerto Rico. Really it was great, dude. That place hasn't changed one bit since the day it opened. Yeah. They, they still do everything the same. Everything's priced the same way. Actually, no, that's probably not true. It's and it's not a chain. Up. It's the It's place. a local chain to Puerto Rico. Oh, okay. Like, a, it opened in Puerto Rico, and then they, you know, did business well. Mm-hmm. And opened more places in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's ever going to expand outside of the island. Though. And what was this nice restaurant you went to? This one was called La Lanterna by Franco Ceccarelli. And this is a famous chef? Um, in Puerto Rico, yeah. Famous Italian chef. Mm. But in Puerto Rico. <laughs> um, famous in Puerto Rico. Because he, he has like one of the best Italian restaurants over there. And then he opened another one. So the, 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 the new one is the one we went to. Are you looking at my silver dollars? I, yeah, I am, actually. This is... it's, we get a bunch of those all the time because we get a bunch of foreign uh, tourists. That's so strange. So so they always carry silver dollars. And so Jack. They tip me with it. And Andrew Jackson's on it. Oh, fuck that guy. Who cares about Jackson? I Precisely. No. No, no, no. What were we talking about? This Italian chef. Oh, yes. And so, so we went there. Um, very expensive restaurant, which I was excited about, um, because uh, my parents were there, yeah. so I didn't have to pay for it. Mommy and Daddy. Mommy. Please pick please up the bill. Pay for my wine. <laughs> With your little crab claws. <laughs> um, uh, but I had some good-ass wine, and I had lamb chops. Mm. Mm-hmm. And burrata. Burrata. Why do I... I hated saying that. What is bur- Why do I know that? It's a cheese. Oh, okay. Cheese, yeah, yeah. It's a very good cheese. It's similar to mozzarella, but it has a bit more flavor. Now, have you been to this place before? What are they doing? They're playing Black Ops. Oh, great. Let me tell them to lower the volume. No, it doesn't matter. We're about to go on break so we can get the food. Okay, okay. Well, if Noah, if you're hearing this... He's not. He's five episodes behind. He hasn't listened to the show in a long time. Th- this is what I'm learning. People... Don't listen to podcasts? No, not that. Hey, don't listen I to do our this podcast. for ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, how many fucking new podcasts are out there? Uh, exactly. We were, the place we were at today when we were drinking, there was a guy at the bar who every time someone came up, he found a way to work in to the conversation. I have, I have a, a podcast. podcast. That's weird. I haven't really told people. Oh, I, uh, yeah. I mean, other than like my closer friends and stuff, but, like, it doesn't come up in conversation, because I feel like everyone does. Yeah. But maybe we should start telling people. Do you think this guy gets more listens on his podcast? Uh, probably. Mad, um, yeah, I bet he does. Did he seem cool? No. He was the bartender at a board game cafe. Oh. That's not cool. No. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no. I, I, think, uh, I think ultimately what it comes down to is if people like it, listen yeah if you build it yeah they will come yeah honestly yeah and i think if, if we both like it there's has to be some people out there that'll also like it i think we have 
some sort of good taste. I I, I know I have good taste. My ability to create something good is the question. You don't think this has been good so far? For oh no! First podcast? No, I think this is good. Off? Oh no 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 no! I I mean that no. in terms of generally, like no, my yeah, own yeah. self doubt about creation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's hard, dude. It's fucking hard to make anything. I'm not God. <laughs> Nothing is flawless in my eye. Nothing just falls onto you. Well, no, some things do. That's untrue. Like an apple from a tree. Fucking Newton. Isaac Newton would. Like what is? I came up with this whole theory gravity. of gravity with a fucking apple. That's, Fuck you. That's like me fucking ripping ass and saying <laughs> I discovered a fart. Exactly. Because everyone was walking around. Yeah, they are. Everyone, everyone was walking around and gravity. knew that if you threw something up, it was going to fall down. It was going to come and down. And then this asshole had an apple fall on his head. <laughs> and he decided to say, oh, I know what this is now. <laughs> And everyone just believed him, because he was a goddamn scientist. Even though everybody else was like, yeah, no, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what was the other thing I was gonna say? Oh, I saw Shazam on the way here. The, the Zachary Levi film? Yeah, yeah, the guy you talked to at the Super Bowl or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good. I fucking loved it. I heard it, I heard it was good. Yeah, it was, it was very funny, and I I thought he was really funny, too. So I was like, oh, Jackie must be pleased to talk to him, but I see you haven't seen him. I haven't seen him. You haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Uh, was it funny? Because he, he is big man, but little man inside, (laughs) can't buy beer. He's big boy, but he was a little boy before, so now he doesn't know how to handle it. It's like big. It's big with superpowers. (laughs) In a way... I guess there's no like mannequin that there's, gives there, him the no, superpowers um, though, you know. I f- Karnak or whatever the fuck the I forget. name is. I um, forget. Um, but no, I it was, that wasn't just the only gimmick, though it was a big part of the movie. <laughs> was that he was a little boy now he big boy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And at the end, don't all the kids become big? <laughs> they all get to get big. Dude, you're spoiling I'm it. I'm spoiling Shazam. viewers. <laughs> yeah. They do. I know a lot it, of it. It's in this moment, very inspiring moment, where he realizes that to defeat everything, he needs his family with him. He needs, yeah, yeah. He so. Need, that's nice. Yeah, and he's an orphan, so it's like his orphan did you, family. Did you watch this movie on the way home and go, I didn't relish my time with my family enough. On the way back to New York, yeah. and I definitely thought of that. <laughs> though, <laughs> though, though as, as I said, they're all orphans, so there was a disconnect And you're not an there. orphan, so no. you're like, fuck I don't these people life. I got stuck with. Yeah, I don't get that life. I, d- I don't get to choose. I think we all agree, <laughs> being an orphan must be awesome. Yeah, no, that's, that's the main point of our podcast. It, you know, how many famous orphans the are there? Batman? Oliver? Oh shit, every superhero is an orphan. Yeah, except for So I guess this wasn't that clever. Except for Spider-Man. He well no, he has an aunt. Yeah, Aunt a, May. He Eventually he is orphaned. No, but he has his aunt the whole time cuz he lived I guess, he got yeah, to live with Ben and no, May right. for a long time you're right, you're and right. then Ben got murdered and um <laughs> according to the Andrew Garfield film picking up chocolate milk. Yeah. Yeah, what was he doing in the Tobey Maguire ones? I think, wasn't he just, like, uh, walking around? I, th- I, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think he, he was... just gets murdered. Okay, there you it's go. It's New York. It's tough. It's yeah, a tough it's place. A tough where you just get murdered for <laughs> existing. 
right. Well, that is how it feels like sometimes. Are there any uh, before we take a break? Are there any Puerto Rican superheroes that you know of? Is I mean, Miles Morales Puerto Rican like or is he Dominican? Oh, okay. Half Puerto Rican, half African American. Okay. Um, his mom is Puerto Rican, and they really milked that in the movie to a point where I was just like, okay, we we get it. Hispanic moms are like this. Oh. I don't know if you like. Like she just kept saying like the classic like, "Ay, coño, carajo." <laughs> And then just like shit like that, like the sassy Hispanic mom. I did love that movie though. Far from home, I thought it not far from home. Uh, Spider Verse. Spider Verse, yeah. Yeah. yeah confusing. Is my your mom like that? Here. Oh yeah. She talks in that exact same cadence fluctuation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I, I, again though, a lot of Hispanic moms are like that, mm-hmm. and so I guess it's kind of a true stereotype. But still, I didn't. I didn't need to have it forced down my throat like yeah. Quentin Tarantino's foot fetish in his movies. Is... Oh, is this a thing? I don't know this. Oh, you don't? No. I mean, he, he usually has, like, shots of feet in his movies. Especially in this new one. You haven't seen Once Upon a Time? No. There's, like, so many shots of dirty feet. Did you like it? dirty Did you like feet. Once Upon a Time? I did. I did. I really liked it. Where do you rank it? Uh, in the Tarantino-verse? Yeah. It's not. It's, I wouldn't put it on my norm number one. I think Kill Bill goes, like Kill Bill one and two, but um, I, I, I it's in my top five. I would say, mm. yeah, probably between Hateful Eight and Django. Okay, that's yeah. pretty good. No, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I know Noah didn't really like it, and I know Brennan liked it a bunch. Mm. Yeah, I t- Noah seemed to be displeased with the the ending. Hmm. Which I won't say. I'm not gonna say it. I'll see do on you the know end in a year. You do you know the, the ending? I know and it's stuff? Uh, no 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 I but I know the premise. Got it. Yeah yeah. There you go. Alright, well we're gonna dive into some fine Puerto Rican fare. Do you wanna give us a teaser about what uh we're about one of the foods goes <laughs> <laughs> It's ham. <laughs> We're having ham croquettes and we'll, pork. We'll be having we'll have, be having some picky base dishes right after this break. We're back. There's a fan on now because we're hot. It's hot in my room. We're recording in my room, by the way, or we'll, ti- my tiny room. We'll have a more permanent solution soon. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. It could be like outside. Yeah. All right. Um, what are we looking at? There's a big pile of, of bread and meat. <laughs> yeah, that really is. Um. This one is a classic, and you'll know this sandwich. Um, Am I grabbing this one? Um, and again, not a Puerto Rican sandwich, not even a Spanish. This is a different one, the one you're holding. Not even a Spanish sandwich. Do you want to guess what this is? A Cuban sandwich. It's a Cuban sandwich. Good job, Jackie. So uh, one of my favorite places that has it, though I sometimes take out some of the ham, because mm. I think they go a little too ham with it. <laughs> And I thought of this as I was eating the other half. I thought of saying that in the podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and take out some ham. Okay, so this is like a Cuban sandwich. And typically what goes in a Cuban sandwich is? Um, ham. Like sweet ham. Mm-hmm. Like a, let's say a honey ham or some shit. Um, apart from that, you get pickles, mustard, Swiss cheese, and... The, the, the like thing that makes it all different, that makes it different from like a ham and cheese, let's say, 
is that you also get pork in this. Like, um, oh, okay. Uh, pork that usually has been marinated in mojo, um, which is just, like, a mix of, like, let's say, olive oil, garlic, cilantro, um, and lime. Uh, and, yeah, they just marinate that and then put it all in a sandwich, and I think it's one of the best sandwiches out there. And you want to yeah, start with this? I'll start. Can you explain how... Is there anything particular to how this place does it that makes it Puerto Rican? No. <laughs> okay. We'll this, talk about the, ch- the place where you got it. Um, it's called La Ceiba in Puerto Rico. Basically, anyone in Puerto Rico will know this place, at least if you're from the metropolitan area. It's very popular for its sandwiches and its croquettes, which I also have some which I'll let you try some. How's that sandwich feeling so far? Mmm, yes, delicious, huh? And Jackie's giving me the thumbs up. Um, uh, this is what I, I had the other half of this for breakfast today. Um, uh, I like a Cuban sandwich. I fucking love Cuban sandwiches. And... It's the only dish I can eat a pickle in. Really? I'm very pickle-averse, so that mm-hmm. would have to be an episode, but... What about Chick-fil-A? I take the pickles off. Really? Wow. Uh, That's I interesting. Because I, I think the pickle adds so much, especially yeah. in the sandwich. Oh, it totally does, and I can taste that. Yeah, yeah. But... Yeah. What, why, why do they do the ham and the pork? I mean, the ham is sweet, and then the pork is salty. Yeah. So I think that combination just mixes very well and then you get like the bitterness of the mustard and the pickle on top it's just a very well balanced sandwich in terms of flavor and stuff go for a bite Mm -hmm. i um i always Mm. i I find that interesting because i'm I'm typically pretty like i like like what pork and ham they're both piggies they are both piggies i think the part of where the meat comes from yeah because i like are you looking this up Mm-hmm. I am, because I, I like pork and I, uh, I like barbecue a lot, and ham I'm typically not a fan of, except in a Cuban. Okay, okay, so, ham is pe- pig meat and pork, so it doesn't necessarily mean that, um, uh, pork is ham, but ham is pork, I guess. Am I saying that correctly? But anyway, ham. And I guess you can totally see that. Um, it's usually either preserved or um, smoked or salted. Mm-hmm. So it's just like ham that has already been, uh, pork that has already been cooked in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas pork is just the normal yeah. meat. Okay. Normal pork meat. Ham's I, been processed. Yeah, so. and uh, by the looks of this one, it looks like they, yeah, they took a bunch of different pork meats melded it together and came out with this ham. Well, that's really tasty, and I'm going to fight you for that when we're done. This? Yeah. You can have it, dude. No way. I think you're going to like like these, too. All right. They're not too different. Do you want to do the croquettes next? Let's do the croquettes. So croquettes, uh, from my time abroad, that has come up many times on the podcast, I, um... Your time! In the merry old land of Ing. Uh, and when we were in España, when we were in Barcelona. You guys went there? Yeah, we did. I didn't know that. Yeah, and we tried tapas, and I had croquettes for the first time there. So What'd I liked that. I liked it a lot. What type of croquettes did you have? They were ham. 
Okay, I'm interested to see what you'll think of these. Let's start with the ham ones, then. Here's one. Whoa, there's more than one? The, I brought two different kinds. Whoa. They have two very popular croquettes. The ham croquette and the other one, I'll tell you what it is later when we get there. Mmm, it's kind of hot. You warm this up in the oven. Mm-hmm. Why? I like them hot. This is a little too hot, though. More than a microwave. Oh, um, I don't know, I just, uh, I, I tend to not use microwaves, I've come to realize. This was a thing, I remember last year, um, last semester, I was cooking in the apartment, um, uh, or no, I wasn't cooking, sorry, I was reheating shit, and, um, my ex-girlfriend tells me, hey, why didn't you just put that in the microwave, why, why, why do you have to go through all this trouble? And I realized then, I was like, huh. I guess I could just put it in the microwave, but I didn't. Mm -hmm. And I, like, and the food—I I just think the food tastes better. Oh, I, I, I reheated, non-microwavey. Have you ever had a microwave oven? Um, uh, like a toaster oven. Yeah, yeah. Like, yes, I use those a lot. Yeah, that that's the perfect way to do. That's the way you reheat pizza. You don't put pizza yeah. in the microwave. You put yeah. it in a that or in an oven. Yeah. But you know, yeah. Yeah, I hate that, because then the pizza comes out all chewy, and then once it cools down, it's hard. No, I agree. Microwave does weird shit to food that I don't enjoy. Also, this food has been sitting for a while, so I wanted to, You like, just want to get it back. Get it crunchy again. Well, I will say, so far, this stuff is... And you had it when it was fresh, so you can tell me. It's held pretty well. It's held the it same. Tastes it tastes like tastes something out same. of a kitchen. It tastes the same. I, I really don't think... I, especially the croquettes, doesn't taste any different. And what do you, you think of it? You can tell me if this is blasphemous. <laughs> Tastes a little like a corn dog. I'm trying to look for it now okay. as I eat this. Because uh, a corn dog can't seem to find it. You really? Or you no, don't? No. You think it's a little too more gourmand for a for a for a Gour like gourmet? Yeah. <laughs> no, I just think it tastes completely different. The texture might be reminiscent, mm -hmm. especially the outside texture, but I think it's like much saltier than a corn dog, let's say. So this is ham mm -hmm. mixed with some kind of cheese, or just ham? I don't know. It got me there. Because in a croquette, in the ones we had, it typically, like, you can see the batter, the cheese, and the ham, and this looks like something that was all completely mixed together and then fried. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Um, uh, and if I were to guess what's in it, probably should have asked, but it's ham and some sort of cream mm -hmm. to, like, meld it and form it into that, that texture. Um. I like it. I think it's a little food cordy. Oh, Not that, that that's a bad thing. Okay, I see. No, no, no. I see, I see what you're saying, yeah. I, I think a big part of these croquettes is just also that they've been around me my entire life. And there's, like, it, it, much worse croquettes yeah. out there than these ones. It's it's your chicken nuggets. You're, like... In a way, yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. and that's a good way to grow up, if that's what you're... Because that was pretty good. I'm a little... I, I like them. What's interesting, though, is I already kind of like croquettes. So that was the first time I've kind of ate something on the show and been, like... This isn't up to my... You know what I mean? Like, kind of having a taste judgment on it yeah. rather than, I like this, I don't like it. Okay. But I yeah. liked it. I liked it. No, I'm glad you, you 
came to that conclusion, though. All right. That other one. Are we going to this next sandwich, or are we going to go to that next set of croquettes? Let's go to the next sandwich. Okay. Now, Jackie, look at the insides of this sandwich. Okay. Does it look any different than the ingredients that we had earlier on the Cuban sandwich? No. The only thing that looks... The only thing that looks different, I'm right on the mic. The only thing that looks different is the bread. Jackie, you are a genius. Your eyes, they don't lie. Because <laughs> it is the same, it's just different bread? It's the same sandwich, different bread. Yes! Puerto Ricans took the Cuban sandwich and were like, you know what? We want to make this our own fucking sandwich. You're such a Shyamalan. I asked, what's the difference between this and a Cuban sandwich in Puerto Rico? And you said none. And then you pulled this out on me? Yeah. You son of a bitch. What is this bread? It looks orange. So, yes. So the bread is different and does taste different. It's a bit of a sweeter bread. It's called pan soval. Uh, very Puerto Rican bread. Um... Uh, it's it's just sweeter. It's almost reminiscent of like a brioche. Going bun. in for a bite, as you explained. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, uh, but really, this was just a Puerto Rican's answer to a Cuban, even though it's literally the same as a Cuban, just a Puerto Rican bread. You look like I don't know. I don't know. You look like you're really enjoying that, or really hating it. You're really enjoying it. Oh okay. my god. Was this better? This is so much better. Right? We Puerto Ricans, man. <laughs> we know how to fucking make things better. We just do. Um, it's so There's so much more flavor. Mm-hmm. It holds the sandwich so much better. It adds an entire other layer of flavor. It's almost a nutty flavor, too. Um, I'm going to break off just a piece of this bread. Yeah, you can have that, by the way. Oh That's God. yours. Wow, you I you really like this. I'm so happy. <laughs> Taking off some of the ham. I think they do put too much ham in it. But yeah, I think uh, it's called the medianoche, which means midnight in Spanish. I've heard you talk about this. Yeah, I would assume because people order it when they're drunk. Really? At midnight. Yeah, I, I would assume that's what that's where the name comes and from. Is this and if it's not where the name comes from, then that's where it should come from and that's what people should start saying because it sounds much cooler I'm sure than whatever other story there is and this bread it's endemic to like it's it's a Puerto Rican type of bread mm-hmm. it's very popular there or mm-hmm. it was oh, okay um I think it might have migrated from Spain honestly but this bread sorry I'm I'm no. like chewing <laughs> I I'm also ex- starving. I cannot express to you how much we are enjoying this sandwich right now. Yeah, no. I, I really fucking love this. Um, uh, yeah, no. It, it's a sweeter bread. Usually what Puerto Ricans do with this bread, also a very popular dish that I would have brought if I had more space, are Mallorcas, which is basically literally just this bread. Hasn't been toasted, though. So it's like uh, however it came out of the oven... With some powdered sugar on top. Um, Maybe it's because it's darker. This bread looks a little more toasted. It's because it's darker. Yeah, okay. No. Um, but yeah, I, I also enjoy this one much more than I do the Cuban. And I love the Cuban yeah, sandwich. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah, I fucking love this. It's just a whole... It's almost like... It's almost kind of ingenious because the bread has so much flavor that it almost makes 
brings out the flavors of the other mm-hmm. stuff. Like it, it totally does. It fits well with the other flavors too. Yeah, uh, you're totally right. Who about invented that. this? I have no fucking clue. This has been around since I was born. So, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, before we move on to our final dish and give our final verdicts, I want to ask you. We're both connoisseurs of fast food. Mm, love it. And we've spoken about this. There are dishes that are only available in Puerto Rico at certain chains, correct? Yes. yes. Could you... Could you reflect? I, I will tell you one right now. Okay. Though I'm kind of conflicted by because just today I saw a tweet from someone saying, if you haven't tried this sandwich, um, uh, I'm not going to talk to you. Wow. Um, uh, I'm conflicted because that person lives in the U.S., so maybe the chain has brought it here. Mm-hmm. But from what I remember, this chain did not have this dish and has always had it in Puerto Rico. And it's Popeye's Chicken Sandwich. Um, I don't know their chicken sandwich. So, yeah. Have you had their fried chicken? Yeah. Their chicken tenders and stuff? Um, uh, Their chicken sandwich, it's just so much better than at least the one in Puerto Rico. Um, So much better than anything else on their menu. It's like crazy how good this chicken sandwich is. Honestly, one of my favorite chicken sandwiches. Could put it up there with how much I would like Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, Mm -hmm. let's say. Um... So that's definitely one. They basically sell rice and beans in every fast food yeah, place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And they do they do in Popeyes here. Rice and beans, yeah. really? Yeah. I haven't seen that. Yeah, yeah. I, I would assume here in Harlem and shit or no. Washington Heights. Just like at, at uh, Popeyes. Oh, yes, yes. They sell rice and beans, but it's not like the Puerto Rican yeah, rice no, and no, beans. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. Uh, in these chains, they sell it. Like the ones in Puerto Rico, at least. That's crazy. Like, I didn't really know yeah. that. Um, uh, and did, did, correct me if I'm wrong, did Puerto Rico Taco Bell have fries before we did? Yes. Yes. And they're not, they weren't the nacho fries, they were fry no. fries. They were normal French fries, though they did have a breading on them. They were like breaded French fries. You know how some restaurants sometimes do that? Yeah. They bread their French fries before frying. Um, but they were breaded French fries and they didn't come with any dip or anything. But Taco Bell has always had French fries in Puerto Rico. Wow. Like, always. Yeah, that's something I didn't even mention because that's just normal to me at this point. But I guess that is kind of crazy. And as an American, as Americans, it's silly for us to talk about this, but Puerto Rico, they like their breading, eh? I, I pick the, I've picked that up. They do. They like a batter. They, they like fried They like stuff. their fried things. They like a batter. You're totally right. Totally right. And Especially it, the frying thing. We fry it, everything. And is that characteristic of Hispanic food, or do you think it's the whole kind of like being an American, like like Puerto Rico like is America? Like a culture clash. Yeah. Type like of thing? That, I think the, it definitely has to do with that because you look at other Hispanic cuisines. Um, uh, they don't necessarily. I mean, they all have like fried things, <laughs> but course. you're totally right about Puerto Rico, like being specifically. A place where they fry a lot of their foods. So I think it could definitely be that, yeah. I don't have a clear answer for you on that, but... It is. Judging from experience, yeah. That's the thing about Puerto Rico. It's at a constant struggle between our own... Like, um, defining us with our own culture that we know and love. And then American culture blending into all of that. Mm -hmm. And you definitely see it especially... Um, in the past decade, 
all of that American culture like came rushing at us. Really? Almost. Yeah, yeah. It was like almost if we if we caught up uh, since like the nineties. Let's say in ten years. So you you have seen that. I've seen the rise of American culture in Puerto Rico. Wow. Yes, yes. Um, I mean, you ask my parents, they'll probably tell you something different. Fucking love the 80s, you know? I, I'm just saying that because my mom, I was in her car the other day, and she was playing her soundtrack. It's all, like, U.S. 80s music. Yeah. And I think maybe in the 80s, that's when the U.S. really came down, and then after that, it, it was just on an uphill climb. Yeah. After, like, let's say I was born or whatever. Because you see all these, like, American chains, especially this, the American chains coming into the United States. Like, while I was alive, that's when uh, P.F. Chang's came into Puerto Rico. That's when Cheesecake Factory came into Puerto Rico. Krispy Kreme, Olive Garden. Wow. All these American chains. That, that has all happened since I was born, you know. They weren't there before that. Well, I will say from the time when we visited with you, uh, us and our friends, I do think that individualism will win out, ultimately. Oh, what do you mean individualism? Like, the idea of, like, the Puerto Rican cuisine, I think, will ultimately win trump out it. over... Will, will Trump... Will, oh. <laughs> will Trump American food? No, yeah, I, I agree. I think, especially Puerto Ricans, we are way too prideful <laughs> so so and yeah well no. the food is better i will we'll, we'll get to it the is. end of this well, i you know but it is and yeah. there's much more of a like important food culture maybe because we're a, like physically smaller than the u.s but you do get a sense that there's just great very different food yeah. anywhere you go yeah you know yeah all right. But yeah. All right, moving on to our last food. Speaking of fried, this looks like another fried croquette, but you've yes. saved it for last, so I know you've got a surprise for me. Well, because it's probably the weirdest thing. Um, it's very normal to the Caribbean, because we eat this all the time. It's codfish. Oh. <laughs> Jackie gags. Um, codfish right. croquettes. And they're honestly one of my favorite. Um, I can't really tell you if I like this one better than I like the ham. Um, I like them both a lot. And this is a reference to our first episode, where we were talking about where we came from. Yeah. You talking about food, and you said yeah. codfish is very big in Puerto Rican yeah. cuisine. Yeah, absolutely. I'd say anywhere in the Caribbean, too. It's just right. such an accessible fish. Um, it smells like a fish stick, obviously. It does. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, you can smell... It has the smell of a fish stick, but... Um, uh, what, what I like about these is that when you taste them, the fish taste is not overbearing at all. And I think that's, that's what's good about codfish, Taking is that it's not, it's not, like, too much of a fishy fish. Um, the texture is what might throw you off, I think, is what I, what I will be predicting. <laughs> I like this. If this was any bigger, I don't know if I could eat it and finish, finish it. it. The texture is a lot. It's like very dense. It's so creamy as it's, hell. And it's very dense too. Not just creamy, but dense. Um, kind of like um, melts in your mouth and shit. You have to like really push it in there. But I love it. <laughs> I, I, and I love the taste too. What do you think of the taste? I like it a lot. I'm someone who. Yeah, we're going to have to do an episode on it because 
I have such mixed feelings, it's worth doing an episode on. Mm -hmm. Crab cakes is one of the first foods I pushed myself on. Really? Because uh, there's a place down where my grandpa lives that fries them so much that they look just kind of like a, almost like a vodka. Like that's how fried they are. And that I can do. But every time I go to a restaurant, a seafood restaurant, I get a crab cake and I can't finish it. Without fail. Well, I feel like most crab cakes aren't fried no, to the point no, where they're like latkes. No, no you they're get... They're supposed to be like... Kind of mushy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And kind of uh, a pile, almost. Yeah, yeah, cakey. And, and, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I typically cannot finish it because the flavor and the texture is so overwhelming. Not because it necessarily, like, tastes bad. No, but yeah, it's, it's a lot. I think sometimes... Usually when I feel that, it usually means that I hate the texture um, when I feel like I can't finish something. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it's almost like hard to have it in your mouth even if you like the flavors mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. I love those croquettes, though. How I'm many gonna, of those can like you eat? I'm going to have two more after this. You, how- oh, out of those croquettes? I yeah. Could, yeah, I could go for a while. Them. And why they were like chicken? Nuggets. Have you eaten seafood your whole life? No, I oh. I actually don't love seafood at all. You think it's just um, something they put in the batter or in the you codfish? Just like codfish. The, the the croquettes. Yeah. Um, I just like the flavor. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's what it comes down to, and I, and the texture I don't mind. I'm yeah. kind of into that type of stuff. But I, I do have to say, when I first had one of those. The texture was the first thing that threw me off. Yeah. And I don't think I, like, had a whole bunch of them the first time I had one of those. I think the ham croquettes have a better, more agreeable texture. Can I say this? Yeah. I like the codfish better than the ham croquettes. There you go. Wow, I didn't think you'd say that. I couldn't, I couldn't have more than three. Of I w- the I would need ham ones? Or any of them. I, yeah. I would need it in a kind of meal where I was splitting it with someone. Well, usually... You only get, like, if you're, so usually I would have these for breakfast. Yeah. Um, I, I, for breakfast, I wouldn't normally eat mm-hmm. more than three of the croquettes. Mm-hmm. Like, that, some, maybe a slice of bread and a coffee. Mm-hmm. It's a great breakfast. Now I'm dreaming about it. I'll have it tomorrow. <laughs> I feel bad, because I know how much you love your food from home. And I, know I brought that this you, for the I, podcast. Yeah, I know, you, you, because you've told me. Before, when I've asked you, what do you miss most about homing? You say the food every time. Yeah, yeah. The food and, and my that- dogs. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, my, it was so sad saying goodbye to my dogs today. Sorry to... No, no, go. To go, but it was like... So, I have two dogs, um, and they, they know every time I'm leaving because of the suitcase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, they yeah. just... They know that I'm, like, going somewhere for a while, because I've done this to them so many times already. Um, so, one of them is much more agreeable... And, like, he'll say goodbye to you. He'll be sad about it. That's Rocco. But he'll say goodbye. The other one, Roxy, she gets mad at you. And she doesn't even want to look at you as you leave. So today, uh, Rocco was right in front of me as I was leaving. Roxy was upstairs. I knew she was upstairs. And I tell I'm like, all right, see you, Rocco. I give him, like, a kiss goodbye, hug him goodbye, pet him a couple of times. And then I, I yell, Roxy, my boy! Which means, like, I'm leaving. Yeah. And then, I swear to God, Jackie, this is exactly how it happened. I'm not being dramatic. My dog yelps and runs down the stairs. 
and then just tries to jump on me, and I, I teared up. Like, I, I just couldn't handle it. Ugh. Every time I leave my home, the, the the most gutting thing about it is is definitely my dog. Because they don't know where you're going, and they yeah. don't know when and you're going Yeah, and they don't know back. when I'm coming back either. It's yeah. so sad to live that life. Yeah. Like, I would be so anxious, yeah. you know? I was talking about this recently with, with, with Hannah, about how the life of a house pet is, like, sad and awesome because... A, like, their concept of time is so fucked that when they people leave, they're so sad. Yeah. But For also, them, it could be forever. But they also, forever. they live so much in the present, it's only that present moment. Yeah, yeah. Once you're gone, she's in that moment of being there with your family. Yeah, And she you're will right, realize you're right. that you're, she's missed you till that till moment get you get back. Yeah, yeah. And that's, totally that's kind right, of a yeah. nice way to live your life. It is. In the moment. Yeah. Yeah. In which... <laughs> Is the source of all unhappiness, right? Is the fact that uh, we can't that uh, live in that the we moment. think we need to live in the moment, but yeah. just by thinking that you're not no, living no, in the moment. No, no. Um, it's Quite. like it's like taking a video of your favorite band playing a song, um, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna have this video forever, but you're also staring at your phone because you're not at this band because you're playing. worried you're not soaking up the present moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Quite literally food for thought I don't think we can end on a better note than that this was delicious I was also very hungry and had some beer in my belly but I quite enjoyed this I like <laughs> this I almost feel this is a cheat episode because we were pressed for time and we pulled this off but we totally did this though. has so many ingredients of what I liked yeah uh, this is definitely my favorite of anything we've had so far that's great um is there anything else you want to say about like what is the most Puerto Rican Puerto Rican dish? Um, uh, an enti- an entire roasted pork, some rice and beans, and uh, maybe some tostones. Let's do that. Plantains. Let if we do this podcast long enough. Oh, I think we will. Go to Puerto Rico. Let's go to Puerto Rico. I talked to my parents about this. I was like, I should come with Jackie over here at some point. If we keep doing yeah. this podcast. I, I, we gotta take this on the road. And Absolutely. Try Pick your, a ear on the road, For bro. your birthday, we'll go to San Juan and Ugh. we'll have a whole Puerto Rican like week. We could do that. I was gonna. I wanted to tell you guys we should do another Puerto Rico trip. I'm I would love that. Alright. Next and, week, we eat my Uber driver. Talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you'd like to support the show, please write us a review on iTunes. It really helps our visibility. And you can email us any feedback. We haven't gotten any, but I'm holding out hope. You can email us any feedback or any questions you'd like us to answer on air. PickyEaterPod at gmail.com. And if you think emailing is for those old farts out there, you're hey, man. <laughs> and you're a Gen Zer like us. We also are on Instagram and Twitter at Picky Eater Pod. Feel free to DM us on either of those. We will look at those DMs and we will reply. We will reply. Yeah, yeah, we will reply. We're we're nice guys. We always reply. Thank you very much to the handsome fellow sitting across from me at the table and Noah Schindler for our awesome theme song. Beautiful song. Um, and also, beautiful logo that goes along with it, uh, drawn and made by Kat Eaton. Jackie's beautiful girlfriend. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.